The real, I gotta, I mean, he always tell me to make sure I say the real black atheist. Why you always say the real? Why it gotta be the real? Real black atheist. Cause yeah. nigga, cause I ain't no atheist, that's that white boy shit. Okay. I ain't a black atheist, cause black atheists be trying to be like white boys for all that shit. Mm -hmm. I'm the real black atheist, yo. And what does the real black atheist We mean? deny the gods, right, of our oppressors all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple, man. Plain and simple. Islam, Christianity, and Judaism is out of there. You know what I'm saying? We don't deal with that. Not even a little bit. We have no respect for those who have enslaved us. Why do you think the Hebrews will never, ever want to know the truth? Or do you think they know the truth? They just don't want to make that switch because they've been believing in the lie for so goddamn long. And yeah. they, they refuse to even want to look at the evidence. Yeah, they've been believing in the lie for so long, man. That, you know what I mean? It's called fear, yo. Damn. See, our ancestors was kidnapped victims, right? But we the slaves, because we mentally enslaved, right? And it's fear. And so masters say, yo, you could be a Hebrew now. First they made you a Christian, they said you could be a Hebrew now. And mm -hmm. so niggas just switched to that, yo. Look at the information, look at the documentation, yo. You can tell they did that. They put that together for us, yo. Because they knew we would gravitate to that, and they knew we was looking for something. So they gave us something. Right. But, but research, empirical research by Dr. Ben, Charles Finch, John Henry Clark, you know what I'm saying? All of them show and prove, yo, that we African, original Africans, yo. 
from Africa, West Africa, East Africa, South Africa, yo. And we follow those customs and traditions, yo. The Hebrews' new thing now is Samaria. Right. It all came out of Samaria. I know. Samaria started right. And this is what Zion Lex, our brother Zion Lex, right. is running around teaching. Do you think he is miseducating the people when he teach Start that? Oh, he's a fool. He, he's a complete fool. And, and the thing is, what the hell does a Sumerian have to do with a fucking Israelite? You talking a 3,000 year difference. You don't get your Israelites to around uh, maybe 800 BCE where you start getting a little bit of uh, written, do written documents, right? And so the fact he says that because he wants to deal with Abraham coming from the oral Chaldees was an anachronism, meaning there was no oral Chaldees in 1700 BCE. Plain and simple, all right? And so they're trying to find a way to tie themselves back into some type of history, but they can't do it. Zion Lex, man, he's not a real researcher, man. He's a Hebrew. He 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 bases his life off of belief, man. You can tell that. So, you know what I mean? Get out of here with that, man. You know, we'll bat that up all right, all day long. Remember, the Nile Valley is 4,100 miles long. So, Egypt is not the original uh, Nile Valley culture. Let's get that straight. So, even, even if Sumer goes back to 3,000 or 3,400 BCE in alignment with Egypt, right? Well, what about the origin of Egypt? Well, we got building structures, right? You know, we're going to be talking about that at this event. Well, you know, he definitely called you out with oh, He man. said he would love to take on the Armin Ross squad. Think nah. about that. Yeah, so he, he that trying would, to do a jihad. That's ludicrous right trying there. to do a jihad. Yeah, he's, no, what he's doing is he's trying to go all the way to the top. But he can't tell him he can't get to the top. Yeah. He got to get past the, you can't go to the top like that, man. Right. You're a believer, yo. It, it's not a good contest between a believer and a knower. Facts, facts. You know what I mean? Science. We deal with science and technology, man. Matter of fact, man, y'all, you all little brothers, man. We don't want to beef. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't keep smacking your little brothers up, man. At the end of the day, man, you keep smacking them up, yo, they lose confidence in themselves, man. Right. So we want them to help out black people. But once black people see what they got, look at what we got, yo, they're gonna always come this way anyway, yo. So I mean, being a black Hebrew, I guess it's okay. If you want to be a believer, I'd rather them be a black Hebrew than a white Christian. That's right. Here we are, family. We downtown Atlanta. My brother Unc came down here to pick me up. Yeah. And now we are on our way to pick up Professor James Smalls from the airport. Mm -hmm. All right, family. So um, we're going to have a beautiful weekend right here. Make sure y'all stay tuned in. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. It's going to be good. Hey, man, they want to know where that live stream going to be at for the um for the uh, Ngozi smashing. Hold on. Right so when Ngozi smashed, Minister Stinky Inky. In yeah, nigga, you down here now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah Inky. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah, Inky, you down here, bro. Wait for Inky to come on through. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and get <laughs> smashed up by Tim Osiris. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, he gonna get smashed up by Tim Osiris, yo. Yeah, we, you know, but you do have um, the Adjustment Bureau team in the building. Oh man, I hope, so, they, I hope they got the proper adjustment. They get smashed up too. So the adjustment bureau, we got the red pill, the blue pill, Minister Inky. Then turn left onto Spring uh, Street Northwest. The adjustment bureau. Y'all funny as hell. Yeah, we make Negroes adjust, brother. <laughs> but um, I, I assume that you are a part of the Adjustment Bureau, too, though. All day long. You understand? Yeah, there you go. You down with the Adjustment Bureau? Yeah, all day long, brother. You already know. You know? We make Negroes adjust, man. <laughs> yeah, I make niggas adjust, man. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that boy polite dad. You know what I'm saying? That's the, is that the red pill? Yeah, the blue pill. Blue pill, the red pill. Yeah, yeah. Yo, talk to me about the sneakers. How, how did you get that started, brother? That's a that's a good thing right there. Hey man, Negroes you know can't hate on your own on your own um business, brother. But they do hate though. 
They hate like a motherfucker, yo. You know what I'm saying? My man Ghetto, my man Tariq, man, he had a vision and a dream, man. Right. And his vision was, yo, to, to, to build something that could go back and support the black community. So when, when a nigga spend money on Jordans and shit, That's that right. shit don't go back to the blacks in the schools. You feel me? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my man Ghetto had this vision and a dream, man. I mean, and he did a lot. Yo, he mortgaged off his shit. I'm just telling y'all, did all that. Did broke. Put everything he had into this. Into black people. Because we're dependent on black people to get us through this, right? You know what I'm saying? And he reached out to a lot of people. And no one answered the motherfucking call. Damn. But me, the real black agent. We always Ross say that we need our own shit. business. And then when a brother stands up to do it. Yep. He we reached fight, out. We start fighting our own Damn. people. Hating and getting mad. And jealous. Niggas hating. Right? And so we got we, we got them RBGs, man, coming in different flavors, you know what I'm saying? But it's based off of the support of the community. We're not going to make it unless the community support us. That's We're not looking for other people to support us with this one. That's right. Right? We're looking for our own. It's time out for that shit. Like mm -hmm. that billion dollar hair injury with the fucking Koreans. See, it's a new motherfucking sheriff in town, and it's called Black African Power, yo. We supporting our own, yo. We're going to take that motherfucking uh, billion dollars away a year from the fucking Koreans, yo. They can't yeah. fuck with us at the end of the day anything they can do we can do better black african power around this motherfucker shoes all that shit ain't nothing but some fucking leather right some talk to me canvas. about your magi um shirt you got the magi shirts out too got i mean magi, um got the, the honor raw squad shirt i'm a raw squad shirt red black and the motherfucking green for the people see that's black economics for your black ass economics. we got the this jeans coming about. out we got the Woo! hoodies you know what i'm saying because niggas been running around with just the t-shirts and no motherfucking underwear. So niggas just had t-shirts, butterball naked. So now we got the shoes and t-shirts. You still need your underwear. You still need the t-shirts. You feel me? You still need your fucking socks. You need all that type shit. So we're going to have all that. For, we're going to go from head to toe with it, that song. That's exactly what That's we're doing. That's what's up right there, man. Head to toe. Oh, That's what it's all about, man. If we, if we ain't building nothing, then it's a waste of time. We already got and, our own channel sign at a motherfucking TV. Right. It's global. You feel me? Right. To market our products and goods, so we're good, man. We got all the things needed to build strong communities, yo. But that takes science and motherfucking technology, yo. The humming, 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 humming days is over with, so. Right. Them niggas looking at a, a square box <laughs> in Mecca, them days is over with, man. We just gonna stand strong. Hey, you know we're gonna have the general in the building, man. Yeah, yeah, General, you're going you gonna to have to make this trip again, huh? Yeah, I got to make this trip again. Why it's don't you good, send man. the Magi ass down here, man? I might send the Magi together. Oh, we all come together. We all be in here. Give Sunny a welcome home, brother. <laughs> yeah, we got three rows in this motherfucker, so we yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got Surprise his ass and just wild out on the way back. Going yeah. in. Yeah, come get him, gonna go in, yo. That's gonna be, it's gonna be good, man. We're gonna have Harlem in the motherfucking building, man. Yeah. We're gonna have KT. Cedar, I still call him Cedar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what, yo? We had to go through the school of pseudoisms to get you where we was at, yo. Right. So I just make fun and jest, yo. But there's a lot of study that takes place in those pseudoisms. You feel me? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of information there that you got to pick through. But see, that's the ultimate test. If you can get through the pseudoisms, yo, you can make it all the way back home. As a matter of fact, that's the last test. So you got Phil, Ral Phil Valentine, uh, Delbert Blair, uh, Bobby Hemet. They was talking about you. I know, yo. All the way in Stupid. Philly, yo. But I had some people in the building. It wasn't nobody fucking there. And they all that, left. That's true. Let's that's get true. that straight. Yeah. All right? Watch when I come to Philly. I'm going to pack that low-ass bookstore out, yo. Right. You know what I'm saying? So big up to Black and Noble. I'm going to pack. They couldn't even pay. What did it hold about? 70 people? 
Yeah. Yeah, we're going to pack that shit up. When me and Polite went there, that shit was over flooded, bro. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, they couldn't even... Over flooded when right. me and Polite went there, man. Right, of course, nigga. It was a low ass. They, they couldn't even get in the building, right? Yeah, man. Right, okay. That's they had to be that. outside listening to it. <laughs> Looking through the window and shit. Yep. Yeah, so, so really, the people going to tell you if your message is being received by if they show up and support yeah, you. Yeah. If you keep if you keep speaking to crowds of nobody, right, you should probably get your shit adjusted by the bureau. That's right. Yeah, get your oh, shit they fixed by the wrong squad. Adjusted. Yeah, they go. <laughs> Another thing is, man, yeah, um, that's to show you that the people ain't listening to them fools. They ain't listening to them, yo. They have an opportunity when they come out to teach, they'd rather talk about black groups and black people. Instead of really going in to teach, what the hell is y'all doing? The thing, the thing that make it so bad, yo, is you know what I'm saying, yo. I, I, I routinely get them brothers information, yo. I like, oh God, you know what I'm saying. I like Solar Mind, y'all cool, the big head signers, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I like them brothers, yo. They young brothers, man, you know what I mean. And they heart is in the right place, but their goddamn mind is fucking screwed up with this. No, they shit, heart yo. is not in the right place. You don't think they heart in the right place? No, because if they heart was in the right place, they wouldn't be banging on us. They'd man. be banging with us. But you gotta bang on us, yo, so you can kind of. Be around, yo. No, they, no, but what they doing is they trying to bang on us to make themselves relevant. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's not going to work because the people that love us is like, y'all niggas are clowns, man. What the fuck are y'all doing? Y'all blog talk revolutionary. <laughs> what are y'all doing, man? Not the blog talk revolutionary. Yeah, man. So that's when they break out their cannons on the blog talk show. Yeah, that's when they, that's, that's their revolutionary work to talk about us. Hey, hey, soul of mine and the old guy, man. Chill out, man. Come on, man. Come on home back home, man. Come on yeah, back man. to Mama Come get after, down with know. the team, man. Yeah, Stop trying team, to talk man. against us. It's called leave, follow, get the fuck out the way. Which, which one y'all going to do? Right. Hey, so check this out, man. When y'all come through, man, we're going to make sure we get these out, man. These, these black African power joints right here, man. The red, black, and the green, man. It's got the sneaker uh, address on it. You know what I'm saying, yo? You know what I mean? So instead of getting tickets, man, y'all gonna get these to get in the building, man. That's how we do. Got that red, black, and green joint right there. That's a self-made product right there, man. Yeah, I like that right there. So when you get that from, that's my man right there. Yeah, yeah, my man made that for me. Yeah. I might give that to somebody, to a fan out there today uh -oh. or tomorrow. Uh oh. The side I wanna give it to a young, youngest, a youngster though. Lovely. Yeah, I'll kill for you. Hey, roll your window up, professor. Okay, Professor, let me ask you this. You ain't got to look at me, because, um, yeah. you know, let me ask you this, man. While we got Uncle here and, you know, Shaka Upmost and Brother Zion Lex, when we did the um the debate at my house at the Southern Little Studios. Mm -hmm. Give me your overall view of that and how it went down, and what do you think about the information that both of the brothers had brought to the people? I think both of them did, first let me say, good research. They did their research well. I, but I thought that Zion, you know, he's also a youngster too, but I thought that Zion did not bring, did not um, <clears throat> do what he, what he came to do. Because one, he didn't have a timeline on what he was doing. Mm -hmm. Had he put a timeline to it, he couldn't have even tried to make the case. Mm. But without a timeline, you, you couldn't make the case at all. What he did do, I thought, was brought out some nice history stuff about Mesopotamia. But he, had he done it in another context, had he dealt with Mesopotamia as a colony of Kemet, that would have made, he would have created a whole another phenomenon. Mm -hmm. 
Um, same thing with Kanan. I thought that um, Shaka did one of the best lectures he's done in terms of presenting his facts, um, defending his position. The only thing that Shaka did wrong was his demeanor. If you say, that. if you say I am here as Ma'at, then you have got to be Ma'at. You not only have to say Ma'at, you must do Ma'at, but you must become Ma'at. That's the end goal. And when you become Ma'at, you don't have to uh, be a, a, a an aggressive Antagonist. militarist. Okay? <laughs> because Ma'at by itself neutralizes all of that. That's the that's the whole thing our ancestors were trying to stand like you don't have to exert it's like the martial arts. It's called yield and survive. You don't go up there blah, 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 blah. in a martial arts you just gotta shit. You move out the way. Flex things off. You know? It's like carrying a dance in the wind if you know what you're doing. Nobody can touch you and you can hurt anybody you want. My art's like that. And so that was my criticism. I thought, as we go on with this discussion, I thought I, I was on the radio show with uh, Brother Unc the other night. I missed one radio show, so I guess that was so busy, things got crazy. But the show we were on, I thought it was off the hook. Yeah, okay? it was. It was off the hook on spirituality. Well, so, now, I want to ask Unc this question. Uh -huh. But let me finish the same thing I wanted to We're going to have to look at the Hebrew-Israelite community differently because I do think we are unfair to that community <laughs> as regards how we don't treat, treat Christians. No, I think it's relative. the other way around, Professor. No, no, I'm they not talking about them. No, no, no. The blind can't see, brother. <laughs> and the deaf can't hear. And the mute can't talk. And we're wrong to expect the blind to see, the deaf to hear, or the mute to talk. Our job is to teach them. Yep. If you meet a blind man, you're supposed to either give him some surgery, get him some glasses, get him a cane or see an eye dog. But you're not supposed to say, why are you bumping into me? You know he's blind. Mm. And so we have to teach differently. Because if a man was hungry and all you gave him to eat was shit, <laughs> he'd think that's the best meal he ever had. Right. Now you roll up there with some sirloin steak, some potatoes and some green beans, you gonna want to figure what the hell's wrong with this food, you know? So we have to understand that this war that's been on our mind, against our minds rather, has been a war for the reconstruction or for the construction of our very DNA. It's not just construction of our psyche. Every thought we have, every action we take, every sound we hear, everything we feel affects our DNA and thus influence the future design of the African personality. Spiritually. That's some deep shit right there. That's some deep shit, but let me tell you this. On our way here, I said to Unc, I said, why is it that the Hebrews can't recognize the truth? What is it about them that they don't want to accept the truth? Could it be that they've been believing in this lie damn near half of their life that they don't want to see nothing else? And that's the same thing you're talking about if you give what somebody I'm, some shit to eat, yeah, they've been eating shit all day. The Hebrew community have a very structured, a very organized, and a very functional uh, system. It functions. It doesn't liberate you, though. Because the Hebrew Israelite, except 
even when he tried to ally himself with the white Jew, he's still a slave, like the rest of us. That's what he won't recognize. What the Hebrew thing seems to do to the psyche is make them think they're above the, what's that movie he says, above the, not above, above the law, just above the something else, that's something else. But they, they, they really think that they're above, above the rim. Mm. They think they're above the rim when they're really down on the court and mm. don't understand it. Because the information that they got, all that information that the Hebrews got, all those laws comes out of Kemet. And I thought that um, Shaka in the discussion did a fairly good job. He could have done a better job had he worked on it. But he did a fairly good job to show that. I thought that uh, Zion did a poor job to show the opposite, you know? He could have done, uh, he, he couldn't have done anything with that because those laws comes out of Kemet. I mean, if you say your main man is Moses, this is the prophet that give you your design. He gave you your law. He's 80-something years old, having lived in Kemet for 80-something years in the royal house. How the hell don't he know these laws? <laughs> okay. And so we confuse metaphor, unfortunately, with history. So if someone goes to a mountaintop in a metaphor, he goes to his mind. But if you go to a mountaintop in history, you take a hike upon some land. You understand? So if you confuse metaphor with historical reality, then you can come up with some of the conclusions we see the Hebrew community, the Christian community, and the Muslim community come up with. Because remember, the Bible for the Christian contains all of the books of the Hebrews. The Quran for the Muslims contain all of the books of the Bible and the books of the Hebrews. We're getting it wrong. We think we're looking at three different communities. You're looking at three sides of the same community. And if you understand that, you'll understand how the white man have used it so damn effectively. You know? And what he has used, he has used the aspects of Kemet in terms of its philosophical and ideological presentation and intellectual and spiritual presentation. He's used the fragments of those things in those three systems. And that's what attracts us. Because we can smell ourselves, we know what's ours, in our subconscious. But we get attracted to these fragments, and someone has convinced us that the fragment is the whole. That's deep right there. Let me ask, let me ask um, um, right this question. Uh, and I want to deal with this tonight, too, huh? All right, what? We always talk about ancient Kemet. Remember, I, was, I asked you that before. Yeah. How come we never go to Ethiopia? How come we never start... But earlier. Let, let me let me hit you on that. First of all, let's not get trapped in the Ethiopian barrel because they'll kick our ass if we go there the wrong way. That's right. Ethiopia is a Greek word mm -hmm. for our land, and they were talking about the entire continent. Mm -hmm. They were not talking about the, the, the place that historically we know as, um, um, what's, what is the, the historic name of the place we now Axum? call it? Axum. Axum. The Axum kingdom, mm -hmm. and then there was a kingdom before it. And the, neither the Axum kingdom or the kingdom before it was significant. The kingdom we're talking about that is significant is Sudan. We have to look into Sudan, and I forgot the great temples that's still there and the great kingdom, even though the Muslims destroyed so much of it, so much of it is still there to be excavated. And even further, we tend to look at 
I mean, it's civilization. Right. It, it's it's an illusion to black people. So what about it. Nubia? How come we don't never go and start at Nubia? Not too but, many people got this information. Because we don't have a lot of information on Nubia. And we don't have access because much of what we call Nubia is in what is called the Sudan. And it is an Islamic-dominated place that's been at war for nearly 50 years. And so we, we tend to stay away from it because it's so solidly Islamic. And because now, it's been Rock Squad war. got some information. Yeah, we got, well, no, we, we, we got we've got information. Places. I'm talking about just for the general, like the general, general body public, of information that the public gets. They don't have access like that. Um, I'm trying to hook up a trip to Sudan now um, for next year with some brothers from Sudan and some brothers from here. Y'all may want to get in yeah, on I'd like, I'd like to get in on that. Okay. And yeah. um, the, 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 the key thing, and see, even Sudan is not a genesis. Uh -uh. If I really want to find a, 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 an aspect of the genesis, I got to go to Uganda. Kenya? Uganda, Kenya, mm -hmm. Tanzania. Tanzania. But Uganda is a development that is, um, for those of us who are in the craft, we know when mm -hmm. we hit certain degrees, we mm -hmm. can't get that degree in chemistry. That's right. We got to go to Uganda for that degree. That's right. Um, so that's what, you know, that, that, that's what Dr. Ben showed us. Showed I don't say much you, on, on that. You, you know why you know that's important though? Because if you go back far enough to, to the, um, the same period, the Pleistocene period, you're talking about all the river systems are connected. All of the rivers. That's what's important. Lake Chad, all do, those. I do Great a lakes. whole lecture on the connectivity of the river system. Uh, well, you know, yeah. I got the document now because okay. they got the satellite photos, yes, the imagery right. that showed that all those rivers. It gets deeper are than that. There's two rivers that run from the Atlantic Ocean to the Nile, right through Lake Chad. That's now an underground, That's which right. then begs the question: Then, mm -hmm. did the Yoruba go from east to west, or did the Yoruba go from west to east and east to west? Mm -hmm. Did the so, Alcon go from east to west or from west to east and east to west? So let me ask you this, Professor. Yes, sir. When came about the Moorish science? Because the Moors are now saying, hold on, hit me out first. Okay. <laughs> you got the Muslims that say we are all Muslim. You got the Hebrews that say, no, we are all Hebrew. Crazy. Then you got the Moors that say, no, we are all Moors. First, are we all, all them, are we all the same people just confused as hell? Yes. That's exactly what it is. We are a bunch of confused Confusion. niggas. Yep. That's what it is. And and the very word nigga itself kind of describes that confusion. Um, everybody wants to say, I'm the one. Well, let me give you the 411 on that shit. Nobody's the one. That's right. Okay. Because what it would take to be the one is to be the divine itself, and nobody's even close to that shit. Okay. Even to know the divine design, they can't even break down the divine design because they're so busy trying to be the divine without knowing what journey it is. They don't even have the roadmap to divinity. And so that's what they're saying their books are without saying it like that. You see, but the roadmap is to divinity is to find the freeway within yourself. And you can't do that without referring to your ancestral experiences. That, you know, that's a key point. I run that back again, because people call themselves looking for God, whatever they're looking for, and go and, and, and get past, bypass their ancestors and bypass themselves. So, so you, you, let's there's talk about no that. way you're gonna. The only way you will ever find God is within you. That's the only place anyone will ever find what we call the divine, omnipotent, omnipresent, omnipotent causation. 
the essence of that body knowledge is embedded in the DNA that is you. Because the body knowledge that is embedded in the DNA is the body knowledge of the whole of creation itself. Now, in order to get there, you must walk on your ancestors as they know they're the footprints walking backwards. If you think you can find your way to the divine without following the path the ancestors took to get to you, you're just playing a game with yourself. And we already see that with all of these bad religions. Look at the mayhem, murder, pillage, plunder, carnage, sickness, disease, stealing that goes on in the world that's dominated by the three major religions. So they don't even resemble anything that one would want to claim to be sacred. And what they do is, well, those are bad ones. Then you're saying 99% of your thing is bad. You know? So let's get real. What we're dealing with is cowardice. What we're dealing with is fear. What we're dealing with is ignorance. What we're dealing with is misguidance. What we're dealing with is false consciousness. You know? So, what Professor. Yes, sir. Back, back in time, let's rewind in time. Mm -hmm. In your youthful days, mm -hmm. we are not doing nothing new. You've been taking on Hebrew Israelites as well. But stop picking on just the Hebrew. No, Israelites. no, I'm not. All right, I'm just saying. No. See, when you do that, you, when you do that, you you minimize what you're doing. Okay, let me say this. Because the Hebrew the Israelites Moors, don't control the, Muslims, the world. The, the Muslims, Muslims, the Christians control this world. Okay? The Christians control the Hebrew Israelites. That's right. Okay? Got to get this thing right. It's all of them. It's all a false doctrine. So, no, but what I'm saying, Professor, is that you've been battling them too for years as well, though. No, not them. Oh, I've been no. battling the ideas. That's what I'm talking about. But no, that's not what you're saying when you say them. Because you put it to a personal level to some individual. That poor individual is as deaf and blind and dumb as we were. So don't put it on him or her. Okay. Put it on the system of domination that's got him believing and acting. Like I got that. you. Well, hold on, hold on, Saul. Let me throw this in there real fast, though. The point I want to make is you, you just described fear, right? Fear. And that's exactly what the Christians did. They brought their fear in. Yeah. And it's a fear. So when you get kidnapped, it's something that occurs. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. But yeah. that's going to take us to the piece you brought out. Uh, PTSS, we call it post-traumatic slave. No, say no, some, no, say the way you say it. Come on, go ahead. Go ahead. Post-slavery trauma syndrome. Okay, go ahead. as People okay. scared to go at it like that. Uh, go ahead. Post-trade, and I started out calling the, road, the Black Helsinki Syndrome. Okay. All right? Come and on. then me and Pat Newton came up with the concept okay. post-slavery trauma Let's syndrome. Well, what is that? Because what? they got the thing called Stockholm Syndrome. Right. What is that? Go ahead. Put it in the simplest terms. Mm -hmm. When you have been captured and incarcerated and being tortured by an enemy, the pain gets so gets to such a level that your subconscious begins to create an image of itself as the pain giver rather than the pain receiver in order to reduce the impact of the pain. But that's a false notion. The pain is still impacting you, it's still damaging you, but to psychologically not having to deal with the pain that you cannot stop, at least in your mind you do not see how to stop it, then you become the pain giver. You identify and ally your spiritual mind and your unconscious mind to the pain giver rather than the pain receiver. So now you become an enemy to yourself. 
And in doing so, you think you're freeing yourself from the enemy. But what you've done is taken over the enemy job of your destruction. And that's what we, when we get into the process of self-destruction and the way we see the deal with these religions, Judaism, so, Christianity, and Islam. So we can agree that the religions are cultural pieces that institute that uh, syndrome in us. Constantly. Reinforces it. That is the problem. Right? All of those religions. That's why if you listen to my old lecture, I'm trying to yell joints. Which one? Because that's the, the ones I listen to. Judaism, Christianity. That's, you know, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. I listened to that shit about, about a month Blew ago. Blew your mind, didn't it? Damn. Blew your mind, I was it? on it back then. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hey, we got that on YouTube, Fragment from the Periphery. Yeah, so what's the fragment? Let's talk about what's the fragment from the Periphery. Explain that. First, let's understand that all three of those so-called religions started out as political and revolutionary ideologies. And they got their revolutionary ideological fragments from the periphery of what was left of the indigenous African system or the Kemetic system, because all of this is taking place at the periphery and the borders of Kemet. All right, so there's no place else for them to get the information. Right. So the fragments are those pieces of information that allow them to organize and reorganize themselves against an enemy that was oppressing them. So with the ones, the group that call themselves the Hebrew Israelites, they were organizing against the Hyksos. The groups that call themselves the Christians, they were organizing themselves against the Romans primarily, the group and the descendants of the Greeks. The groups that call themselves the Muslims will organize themselves against the descendants of the Greeks. The descendants of the Romans will now call themselves Byzantians and the, the mixed race world that they had created through rape and plunder. People we now call the Middle Eastern and Arabs. This is a new phenomenon to come from rape and molestation and plunder. And so confluence. That's right. And so what is happening and the Turks, I forgot about the Turks coming in there from the Caucasus Mountains. And so the the Muslims was organizing against that. You know, Muhammad the first thing Muhammad did was declare war. Nobody talks about that shit. He picks up soldiers, he raises an army, and he goes to war, and the battle is called the Battle of Badar. And he defeats the merchant class who's robbing and pillaging and plundering the people. Take the goods from the caravan, he was doing the Che Guevara thing, and take the wealth and the goods from them and distribute it to the poor. And that recruited more people to his army. And then he had another battle in which he gets hurt in, the Battle of Yehud. He defeated them so bad at the Battle of Yehud that the cracker said, look here, you could be the leader if you want. Just leave us shit alone. Let us do business. But you become the leader. And that's when he marched into Mecca. Of course, he didn't live very long after that. And he had his people, the Arabs, who was a small weak group, had hired these crackers from the mountain, these Kurds and Turks, to be their mercenaries. So by the 800, the Turks and the Kurds had taken over the Islamic system and they're still running until today. People mistake them for Arabs, but these are not Arabs. These are Turks. These are Kurds, and these are uh, uh, Slavic Eastern Europeans. But they now live in Northeast Africa that we call the Middle East, and in North Africa, pretending to be us. And then that population in North Africa, when we get to the Moors thing, because the Moors put the historical claim to the historical, um, to the Islamic Gosh. genesis in North Africa. Okay? And so when, when, you, when you're looking at the historical genesis, in North Africa, then you understand how the Moors tried to trace their life. But more, the word more is a Roman term 
It means black. It was the Roman use of the Greek word for black, morush. And so the, the Romans in their literature write about going to this place called Afri, which was where Algeria and Tanzania, what is it, not Algeria, and uh, uh, what's the, the next country next to it? 